Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. Host, international magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, with a guest from actually Germany. You know, when you are very busy, especially when you are an entrepreneur and there's so much to do, it can be tricky sometimes to really stay healthy and have a healthy lifestyle, and also handling all the stress levels you are going through almost day and night and sometimes this can really have a deep impact on your health so that you're getting sick in some way or form and my guest today is really special because he is actually a tinnitus coach so he is helping people who have to deal with tinnitus and having this permanent sound in their ears that can be really annoying and as we discuss this can actually be caused by too much stress so today's episode will give you some insights on how to live with that what you can do when you face tinnitus and also some other mindset tips and tricks from tinnitus coach from berlin Frieda Kühne. Frieda, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jennifer. I'm very glad to be here. Great. So it's really interesting to have someone from Germany as well today. Yes, uh, straight from Berlin. I was actually born in Freiburg in Germany, in the very south, close to Switzerland and France, but uh, been in Berlin for about uh, yeah five years nearly now. Great. And we have a very special topic actually today. So I have never spoken to a coach like you before. I've done a lot on personal development and business entrepreneurship, but you are a coach for tinnitus. So can you give us a short introduction about yourself, please? Yes, for sure. <laughs> very happy to. Uh, yeah, as I said, I was born in Freiburg, uh, very south of Germany. And um, yeah, I was uh, born deaf on one ear. So my left ear uh, has uh, always been uh, deaf and a bit of a problem. But um, I always had 100% hearing ability on my right ear. So um, I basically was able to to cope pretty well, apart from the fact that I could, for example, never uh, use directional hearing. So when my mom was screaming through the flats, uh, Frida, come here. And I was like, uh, what, what, where are you? Where are you? So, you know, usually you would hear where that sound is coming from. I can't because I, I only have uh, one healthy in brackets ear. Um, but yeah, and uh, that healthy ear, un unfortunately, um, deteriorated in the time when I was a, a young teenager, I started going to clubs and about uh, 15 years ago, no one would use hearing protection, you know, and this is just a normal thing that you go into the club, this is an insane amount of loud music and you stay there the whole night and afterwards you get that uh, little ringing, but usually it, it goes back to the background. That's maybe also the easiest way for the listeners out there to know what the what tinnitus actually is, that if you have been to to a, um, a loud event, maybe a concert or something, and then afterwards that little ringing noise stays for maybe a day or just a couple of hours. But uh, that is actually what uh, in some people uh, becomes chronic and uh, yeah, called tinnitus and uh, quite an unpleasant phenomenon for a lot of people. <laughs> wow, what a story. So you kind of 
found your own way to cope with all of that. And I imagine it was not really easy as a kid and teenager later on to yeah. deal with that. So uh, how did you yeah. manage your mindset around this? Yeah, um, of course, uh, in order to become a coach, I had to pretty much go through all all, all parts of the struggle uh, myself. Um, my tinnitus uh, first started when I was um, 18, 19, and uh, it started as a very low noise. And eventually I went to the ENT, to the ear, nose and throat doctor. And he said, oh, look, um, you do have uh, a slight uh, hearing loss already in your good ear, right? And this is the only sort of good ear that I have. And um, he said, yeah, you, you should be really careful. Um, and there's a second uh, important fact for uh, people listening out there. So um, hearing loss is still the biggest um, uh, causal link for tinnitus. So if you do develop um, some hearing loss early on, uh, chances are very high that you also develop tinnitus. Uh, so protecting your hearing is one of the biggest um, preventative tools that you have in order to yeah, avoid uh, getting tinnitus. But um, yeah, for me, uh, there was a, a lot of struggle involved. Um, the usual journey for someone suffering from tinnitus is going to the ENT, getting it checked out, and the ENT says, you know, you have tinnitus, but it's not dangerous, so stop worrying about it. <laughs> and wow. then he sends you back home. Um, and, and many people, you know, because it's a constant ringing in your, in your ear, or some people perceive it in the head, you know, it's very distracting. So especially when you, for example, want to sleep at night and you're used to complete silence, People get very distracted and then this fight or flight instinct starts, um, vicious cycle, you're triggered. In that state, you definitely won't be able to go to sleep. And uh, and, and, and that's where the journey starts for many people with tinnitus. And I decided that um, after having dealt with it for so many different years, I, um, I, I worked in the hearing testing environment for a while. Um, uh, did some courses in uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm not a, not a, a licensed therapist myself here in Germany, but I, I have some training in that area and uh, decided to really use and employ the tools that we have out there because other than than uh, tinnitus management strategies, which can be very, very efficient, we unfortunately do not have a complete cure to tinnitus yet. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so that was a, a lot of information, uh, Frida, and maybe yeah. we can <laughs> go to the point where, can you explain yeah, yeah. what affects tinnitus? So how does yeah. it start or is there a way you can yeah. prevent it or do something for your health and especially what kind of role does stress play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting fact. Um, so it's known that tinnitus is um, linked to hearing loss, as I said. So one of the biggest um, causes for tinnitus is hearing loss, but not everyone who has hearing loss develops tinnitus. Um, it, it's known now as well in the scientific community that there are genetics that play a role, whether a person, um, I, I don't want to get into the technicalities because it, it involves the limbic system, the auditory cortex in the brain and so on and so forth, but it's maybe a bit too technical to to, to go into right now. But um, let's just say not everyone who has a hearing loss develops tinnitus, but if you do have a, a, a quite a, a, a starting significant hearing loss, then the chances are higher that you develop tinnitus. Um, stress is playing a big role as well because stress is also uh, leading to um, inflammatory processes in your uh, body. And uh, it's also seen that uh, hearing loss, so on early onset hearing loss and signals of inflammation in the body can also uh, lead to tinnitus. So it's often very individual, you know, that's why I'm that's why I'm saying may and can and all these things, because it's very individual how and when and what the factors, the, the risk factors are for a person who 
does uh, start suffering from tinnitus. And um, uh, we, we, we know that uh, hearing loss is a big driver. So um, uh, really being mindful of the level of uh, uh, input of uh, loud noises you have. This includes wearing AirPods the whole day and being on calls the whole day. So be mindful of that. Uh, but also going to concerts, uh, loud events, uh, bars, not possible yet, but hopefully soon. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, these are one of the biggest factors uh, that lead to tinnitus and you can prevent them in simply, yeah, uh, protecting your hearing a bit better. I understand. And I guess, Frida, that there is also no age tag to this, so it could happen anytime, no. right? Yeah, it can. It can happen anytime. Um, you are very right. It it, it is uh, uh, sometimes I see people uh, coming to me, uh, working with me, um, in especially the group uh, between 30 and 45, um, when they are especially, as you said, stressed. So there is a stressful period in, of their in their life. Maybe uh, stuff at work is very busy, or uh, family issues, or a disease of a loved one, or something like that. So really intense stress plus an onset hearing loss. So, so to say, someone who didn't really take care of the hearing before. So there is a very, very slight hearing loss. And together with the stress and, and, and some inflammation signals, that is uh, causing tinnitus. But it, literally, literally, like I said, I have tinnitus since I was 19, so for nearly 12 years now. But uh, there are people who develop tinnitus much later and people who develop tinnitus much earlier. So it, there's really no, no age limit to it. I see. So how do you deal with this on a daily basis when you have this since you are 19? Um, the, the good part is uh, once you um, uh, stop struggling with it, uh, it frees up uh, very, very nice amounts of energy. And um, this is uh, actually also the assumption of cognitive behavior therapy is you change your perspective. Um, I, I like to make a comparison like this, like if you are out in the forest, How many times when you're out in the forest is there complete silence? Actually, nearly never, right? Mm -hmm. So this construct that when we are in a room where no external sound is present, the tinnitus is bothersome or dangerous to us is, first of all, a socialization issue because we, we know that, okay, tinnitus should be dangerous and when I'm in a quiet room, it should be quiet. But it, it, to be very honest, the difficult and the most dangerous part um, with tinnitus, you know, because tinnitus, I mean, the symptom is very unpleasant, but in 90%, 99% of the cases, the tinnitus has no organical, um, uh, no organical underlying issue. So there are very, very few cases where uh, people develop an acoustic neuroma, so a cancer in, in, in the inner ear, but this is very, very rare form of cancer. And uh, in, in 99% of the cases, tinnitus is not dangerous. So what is much more dangerous is your reaction to it. So this constant tuning into it, hooking your attention on it, and then triggering, triggering this vicious cycle of um, attention and anxiety and will it get worse in future? How can I live with this? I can't concentrate. I can't sleep and so on and so forth. And the nice thing about a, a, a cycle is it really doesn't matter where you get out. So uh, challenging these assumptions is one of the core, uh, 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 yeah, one of the core techniques that we have and they're scientifically evaluated to work as unfortunately we do not have um, other treatment methods to get rid of tinnitus completely. But very good point, Frida. I think this goes for almost everything in life. So where you put your energy is what expands and what grows. So yeah. it really helps sometimes to take off the energy and also to release yeah. all the stress that is involved there. 
So I just imagine it is really tough to, yeah, live with that in, in the first beginning. And when someone listening right now has to deal with this problem, how could you mm. help them? So what does tinnitus coaching look like actually? Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, so first of all, I think it's very, uh, very, very crucially important to understand what tinnitus really is. And we just talked about it. So setting the picture straight, right? So for example, setting the understanding that that it, it, it actually really is your thoughts that make up let's say 80 to 90 percent of the struggle with tinnitus is your way to respond to it so it it it's it, it, the first thing that we want to do is we usually start with an initial evaluation so people come to me they say like hey i have tinnitus i would like to work with you how can you help me and i'm like great awesome let's um let's schedule let's schedule the call but before the call please uh, complete this evaluation and then we evaluate every single factor of when is the tinnitus triggered? What is the person most obsessed with? When is it the tinnitus most bothersome, for example, at night or not even at night because they manage to distract themselves at night with some rain sounds on the cell phone or um, uh, some people get a sound pillow. So there's, there's possibilities. Um, but, but we really meticulously identify the areas that are mostly affected in the person dealing with tinnitus. And then um, we come together for the first session. We evaluate all these different areas and we create a five step action plan so for many people um, the anxiety issue is there so uh, worrying about the future worrying about um, uh, tinnitus as soon as they hear it and you know since you hear it all the time um, uh, it's very difficult to break that vicious cycle um, but uh, uh, but then we use um, another te technology or another technique um, based on acceptance and commitment therapy and that's for example um, is, is a very nice analogy also used to treat spider phobia um, in order to treat spider phobia you basically have the person be with a spider in the same room and with tinnitus it's similar so you said earlier on whatever you put your energy into expands but if you put that energy into and you realize you put that energy into and you let that energy flow freely the energy exhausts itself as well right you probably also experienced that already um when we when we when we really uh, sit down in the moment and instead of for example running away from tinnitus in that particular moment we sit down and we're like oh wow that's that's very difficult to be with and this is a, a difficult task but we do that basically in a controlled environment and um, most of my clients report after uh, one or two weeks of employing the technique of for example labeling a feeling let's say um, oh there's a tinnitus anxiety again hashtag tinnitus anxiety so as soon as you label it you you have an immediate response to that adrenaline, cortisol, fight or flight instinct that is basically signaling our brain that we are in danger. And as our brains got the last update 200,000 years ago, not like uh, your new MacBook Pro, which is updated every uh, couple of weeks or month, uh, our brains are basically 200,000 years old. So when your brain perceives that you are in danger because you are tinnitus anxious, um, you're in a triggered state constantly in a fight or flight instinct and acceptance and commitment therapy. So um, uh, really opening up to what is there and really for the first time giving yourself and your tinnitus the space to yeah, to show what feelings are there, emotions associated with it opens up a great uh, possibility for you to counter that fight or flight instinct. And it's uh, scientifically proven. 
Mm, very interesting how you described that. So when someone is really interested in working with you, where can they find more information about you and uh, doing all the evaluation and starting the whole pro process for the action plan? Yes, for sure. Um, they can uh, gladly find me at outringtinnitus.com. So um, uh, that is my website and I have a, a coaching program there. I, I accept um, new people into my program every month. So I have a cohort every month and people can apply directly on my website if they're interested. Sounds good. And this information will be, of course, in the show notes as well. So you can directly click on the link and connect with Frida there. And yes. Frida, what I also like about you is that despite everything you have to deal with for yourself and also helping your clients, we talked about this before we started the interview, that normally mm -hmm. everything around tinnitus is perceived very negative. So yeah. it's really hard, it's tough, people complain about it, and yeah. It's, yeah. it's a tough health issue. And yeah. you approach the whole thing from another perspective. So you are more positive, helping people, showing them new opportunities how to deal with it what they can do and how they still can enjoy their life like you are doing and yeah. you created a whole positive Facebook community around it but maybe you can give us some insights on what helps you to stay positive and how it feels to take another approach to the subject mm, for sure and 100% so um, you mentioned it. So there are a lot of tinnitus communities out there and, and it's great that they exist. But um, a, a lot of times it feels like people are basically trying to tell each other, like, I'm worse off than you are. This is so horrible. I can't deal with it. I'm, but I'm so much worse off than you guys are. And I wanted to counter that because, you know, as you said, wherever you put in your energy in, it expands. So if you put all, all your energy into fighting tinnitus, it's going to grow bigger and it's going to be a problem for you. So if you uh, if you address it from another angle and I, I, you know, I'm there to serve the people. I'm there to serve the people because I've been in all of these stages myself and I know myself that it's lifetime wasted to worry about tinnitus because you can still literally do everything else you want to. In the worst case scenario, you get a hearing aid or even a cochlear implant if your hearing is so severely damaged. But there are tools and ways out there. So tinnitus should really not be a limiting condition. Tinnitus can be there and it can be accepted. You can move on. And uh, for me, that's that's why I started this positive uh, tinnitus community. And for me, you know, it's, it's also not pos uh, possible to be positive every day. We all know that. You have good days and you have bad days. I have days in which my tinnitus is like, oh, it's blaring now. Uh, uh, last week, I, I, I got the, the vaccine, my first shot, and my tinnitus was, was quite loud afterwards. But, you know, I know that it will calm down as well eventually. And I know that it's linked to, to specific causes when my tinnitus spikes. That's when you call when the tinnitus has a sudden increase. And... I know that it's normal to have fluctuations in your life because we all do, right? Sometimes we don't sleep well because maybe even it's a positive reason we don't sleep well. Sometimes we don't sleep well for uh, something that stresses us out. But we know that we have this intrinsic feeling that it's going to be fine and we move on. And, and this is what I want to tell the people out there as well who do suffer from tinnitus. It's fine. You can move on. That's, Very good. That's, that's my, my message for, for all the people out there with, with tinnitus. I'm, I'm more than happy to connect and, and, and to be of service. Sounds good. So I will put the information as well in the show notes to, for the Facebook community to connect right. with um, Frida there as well. And maybe Frida, because you seem to be a really positive 
personality. Maybe yeah. you have some other lifestyle tips or hacks for us to stay healthy, stay on track, even though someone might be listening who does yeah. not deal with tinnitus, but some yeah, other yeah. health issue or other stressful situation yeah. in life. And you mentioned that it's typical that people get it between 30 and 45. And I think mm. this can be a really stressful period in life mm. anyways, because sure. there's so much to deal with. So sure. um, with parents getting older, having kids and whatever. So, yeah. and there's yeah. so much pressure from work side or when you are an entrepreneur you are always on the run like you're always under pressure so yep. it makes sense that there are new challenges but what are your ideas with dealing with them um staying true to yourself trusting yourself and just mm. keeping everything in balance yeah 100 um the single most effective tool that has m helped me in the last um let's say eight to ten years uh, dealing with many different things is meditation um i i meditate every day um sometimes um it's deeper a deeper meditative state sometimes it's i can't get past worrying about one single issue but i still take the time so and meditation for me doesn't have to be stigmatized. It can also be you sitting down in the morning with a coffee or a tea for half an hour and, and stare at a blank wall. And whatever comes up, comes up. You know, maybe you don't have half an hour, but five minutes. If you spend five minutes listening to yourself, um, I think you can find a, a great sense of direction. And um, I have a favorite quote, which is uh, from Seneca, um, a Greek Stoic philosopher. And it goes, uh, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. And if we if we listen to ourselves we often realize that we do suffer more in imagination than in reality so um my biggest recommendation is listen to yourself and you that will that will help you a great deal to get your priorities straight and focus on the things that really matter sounds really good so yeah. do you have another tip maybe from the physical side so would you say that working out doing any kinds of sports can also help you to decrease the stress levels and maybe put your attention away yeah. from the tinnitus for a certain amount of time? Yeah. Um, well, apart from meditation, obviously exercise is uh, the single uh, best uh, way for you to uh, raise your um, uh, yeah serotonin levels, for example, and to uh, literally, literally um, uh, the, the best, most natural antidepressant is sports. So if you combine sports and the meditative practice, so I, I, I love to go cycling. I used to do race cycling a lot when I was younger. Um, unfortunately, not that much time anymore because it's very time intensive, the training. But um, it's been shown also that uh, sports is, uh, uh, apart from um, like, let's say, really therapy resistant uh, uh, depression, one of the best um, natural antidepressants that you can employ in strategies for you to use in order to, yeah, really get out of yourself, you know, to to challenge your 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 status quo and and to feel proud about yourself, feeling proud about the accomplishments that you've made, and even if it's just a 20 minutes uh, 20 minutes run in the morning or the evening. Mm, very good. So I'm motivated to go to the gym now again. And uh, fortunately, it started this week again, but it was a really nice description on how this can benefit you move your body. Yeah. So the next thing is about let's talk a little bit about sleep because sleep, I think, is also a huge theme. And so yeah. many people, especially here 
in Germany, I think it's 80% or so of the population, they deal with some sleep issues. So whether they can't fall asleep or they wake up in the middle of the night or they Mm. can't have this deep sleep. And we know that sleep is really important for regeneration and also getting new energy everything yeah. for your mind and body and yeah. i imagine it's it's pretty tough to have this sound in your ear all the time than to fall asleep and you mentioned it before but do you have some strategies ideas on how it's easier to fall asleep whether it's someone who has tinnitus or someone who's just stressed out listening right now and wants to have a good night of sleep yeah 100% um So the same uh, technique that I mentioned earlier, acceptance and commitment therapy, is also used for chronic insomnia patients. And um, for all of you out there, this is a resource. um, If you if it has not so much to do with tinnitus, but this is the single most greatest resource that I found because I've also um, I've struggled with insomnia myself. So not tinnitus related. So I I don't worry so much about my tinnitus. But I do. I'm a I'm a I'm a (laughs) I'm a I'm an impatient person at times. Yeah. So (laughs) I want to get things done and I really focus on them and then obviously naturally it's difficult to shut off so I've had my fair share of dealing with insomnia myself um, and there's one resource that I would uh, really recommend to everyone listening if they do struggle with sleep and it's called the sleep book from Dr. Guy Meadows I'm not related to it in any way but it is um, exactly using the tools that I use for tinnitus so acceptance and commitment therapy to um, deal with insomnia or uh, chronic difficulties with sleeping and it's amazing it will transform uh, the way you uh, see sleep, that you, the way you go to sleep, because as well, as we said earlier, as you said earlier, where you put your energy in, it will expand. So if you worry about sleeping all the time and when you go to bed at night and you're like, oh, I struggle, I worry about sleeping, will I get the night of sleep that I need? Yeah, you know what happens? You trigger your fight or flight instinct and the natural cause is you won't be able to sleep. So uh, check that resource out. Um, it, for tinnitus, people with tinnitus, it's a bit more diff- difficult, especially at the start when they start suffering from tinnitus. Then I usually do recommend some kind of sound therapy. So that can that can be anything from what I mentioned earlier, really buying a sound pillow. So a pillow with a little speaker in there that uh, plays some sounds of your choice. You can use from from uh, ocean sounds to bird sounds or uh, fire cracking or something like that, or white noises, brown noises, etc. Or literally, if you don't want to invest that uh, amount of money putting your phone uh, uh, on airplane mode downloading um, a few songs on spotify or where whatever you use um, and and play them in a loop and uh, put a timer you know and in order to to distract your attention from tinnitus because it's all about challenging that fight or flight instinct because if you are in this fight or flight instinct yeah and this is a natural mechanism sleep is a restorative process we all need it we're all capable of it it's a biophysical mechanism that needs no effort and if we are in this fight or flight instinct, no matter whether it's from tinnitus or from being annoyed that we haven't been able to sleep yet, um, this is a state that will not let you sleep naturally. So um, uh, the book is one resources for people with tinnitus uh, using uh, sound therapy at first or also employing these techniques. So if you feel anxious, labeling your anxiousness or if you feel a knot in your stomach saying like, oh, there is this big knot in my stomach again. Let me see how it feels like today. 
Yeah, and you shift your attention. You completely shift your attention away from the repetitive, um, repetitive uh, emotion and repetitive thought onto something different. And in that way, you will signal your brain, okay, I'm not in danger, and that will um, allow you to get to sleep. And one last tip regarding this is, even if you can't sleep, try to not to struggle. Yeah. If you if you lie there without struggling, turning from side to side, tossing and so on and so forth and being like, oh, I still can't sleep. You know, if you do that, you waste very, very precious amount of energy. So if you can't sleep and you only sleep for a couple of hours at night, but at least you don't struggle, you'll have so much more energy for the day ahead than actually uh, spending half the night awake and struggling. Um, and that go that's that's the same that goes for tinnitus as well. Thanks for sharing this. I think those were great tips around sleeping and dealing with insomnia. So Frida, how does it look like to work with you in this coaching process? Because mm -hmm. we did not talk about how long this takes where mm. you work mm. with people. So I guess this is a one-on-one -on -one coaching you do. Mm -hmm. So it's really individual. Mm -hmm. It's not an online class or something similar. So mm -hmm. is this like one month, two months, three months, or can people extend this when they feel better and when they notice that it really helps? Or do you have different yeah. packages just to yeah. Uh, clarify yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I like to work with my clients at least for weeks because uh, that's when I see the biggest uh, change and the biggest benefit. But I have a two-month and three-month uh, programs as well. Um, they are, right, as you say, very individual. And we continuously uh, tailor the experience to the individual client. So we always look on what's next. What's your biggest problem now? How does it change? How did it change from the last week to, to today? Um, and, and obviously, this is sort of like what I most enjoy and what I what what most makes me feel grateful, you know, because seeing people um, uh, seeing people progress and getting better and eventually being able to focus on the things that really matter in their life is It's just it's, it's great. It's like it's that that reminds me of why I love doing this. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm in the process of uh, creating a course as well to make it more accessible. But um, uh, I'll be only releasing a beta soon because I, I, I'm still not so sure. I Obviously, the, the course um, will have a different price point and it's more accessible than a coaching program, which where I devote my personal energy. But um, it, it's maybe more accessible for the broader masses to be able to help more people. But obviously, for me, I think I have more control and more uh, A possibility to help you as individually as possible if you go for um, uh, one of the coaching options and as I said they are one month two month or three month and uh, uh, usually we see significant uh, betterments after uh, three or four weeks and then the people can decide themselves whether they want to stay um, or whether they want to move on and obviously I'm always uh, there for uh, uh, I've always have my one open ear for them <laughs> if they need some additional support after uh, finishing the coaching yeah Yeah, that sounds like great options, like there is something in for everyone, but still, I think you need individual coaching there as well. It's the yeah. same when you are building yeah. a very special business. So you need yeah. this one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's not uh, something that works yeah. for everyone, like losing weight. So sure. <laughs> I think this is a little bit easier So yeah. Um, yeah, to, yeah, sure. to package this yeah. in an online course. But great yeah. that you are offering all these opportunities. And again, I put the link to this in the description. And awesome. Frida, to round this positive episode up, do you have yeah. a special nice advice, something that leaves our listeners really inspired for the day so that they are in a good mood, with a good mindset, making good decisions to drive their lives forward? Yeah, um, 
I think I shot a little early earlier on with my quote from Seneca, but um, I, I once again would say that if you if you really uh, got a system for um, having your back when uh, things go wrong, let's say, so if we go from the quote, you suffer more in imagination than in reality. Um, it, it, with my clients, we develop a toolbox um, uh, that helps them even when the initial spikes or goes um, goes worse again in order to be able to deal with it, you know? And if you, if you feel like you have that kind of back support, you have something in your back that whenever things will get worse, you will immediately be able to enjoy the good times even more because you're not constantly thinking about the bad stuff that could happen in your back you know so let, let me let me rephrase it um i think if people whatever it is that they're dealing with if they feel like they have an approach of how to overcome these difficulties to be proactive about them you have a completely different approach to also enjoying the good times in your life being with friends being with the family uh, uh, going out doing sports if you if you feel like you have an approach to deal with the things that are coming up that are challenging for you, um, I guarantee you any anything else will also be a lot more fun. And um, yeah, meditate on it. Uh, see what's coming up when you sit in quiet, and uh, that there your biggest difficult will difficulties will reveal themselves. And uh, yeah, I think that's 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 really the the thing that I would like to to share most with people. Sounds really good, Frida. Though I think that was a great help. You had so many tips about meditation, doing physical exercises, moving your body, and uh, finding ways to sleep despite all the stress. So really yeah. great episode today, and uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me on the show, Jennifer. It's I think it's great uh, what you do. Um, yeah, thanks very much.